Welcome to Born to be Breastfed with your host, Marie Biancuso. Our program aims to help you bust through the breastfeeding myths and ensure you and your baby enjoy the breastfeeding journey. Over the next hour, we'll help you figure out how to overcome the obstacles you might encounter and how to incorporate breastfeeding into your busy life. Now, here is your host, Marie Biancuso. Hi, everyone. I'm Marie Biancuso. I'm your host for Born to be Breastfed, where every week we debunk the myths and clarify the facts about breastfeeding. Wait till I show you what we've got coming up today. Today, we are going to hear from two chocolate milk mommies. And trust me, there are others. We're just hearing from two of them. Let me tell you about Jennifer Miller and Tiffany Campbell. Jennifer Miller is a certified lactation counselor and trained doula. Her personal mission is to empower, support, and offer non-medical advice to mothers. In hopes of breaking breastfeeding stigmas within the black communities, she co-founded Chocolate Milk Mommies. We'll talk more about that in just a minute. As a mother of two, her love for babies comes naturally. With only the support of her husband during her fourth trimester of motherhood, her passion for assisting women with the overwhelming work of motherhood was born. Although her hands may be full with all of the mommy tasks, her heart will never get tired of spilling out the love and light in order to help other mothers through this amazing voyage. And now, let me tell you about Tiffany. Tiffany is a doula and a lactivist. She resides in Birmingham, Alabama with her 18-month-old daughter. She has always had a passion for what you might call all things pregnancy, birth, and breastfeeding, and mother-related. This passion is what has fueled her desire to launch herself into the path of birth work, and it's her driving force for assisting other women through their journey of motherhood by offering pregnancy, childbirth and postpartum, and lactation support. Now, Tiffany joined Chocolate Milk Mommies in 2017 and was asked to assist the founders in September of 2018. She credits Chocolate Milk Mommies for allowing her the opportunity to serve her communities in ways that she didn't realize were possible. So, welcome. Welcome to Jennifer and to Tiffany uh, the chocolate milk mommies, ladies, welcome. Well, I think that we're all curious now. Help us to understand what are the chocolate milk mommies, or what is the mission of the chocolate milk mommies organization? Well, we um, we were founded by Angel Warren, and in the beginning, it kind of started off as just a photo shoot to make sure that we're debunking the myth when it comes to breastfeeding in general. Then, okay. um, especially especially when it comes to black women um, and in the black communities, then we decided to make it more, um, to make it wider. We didn't want it to okay. just be just a photo shoot, you know? So we decided sure. to make it bigger. Let's, let's, let's start a group so that way black mothers don't feel like the elephant in the room when they go to these spaces that are created by um, white COCs. Because when it comes to breastfeeding within the black community, not only do we have to have the stigmas against 
the fa- our families, we also have the stigmas that we don't that we don't breastfeed. So it's kind of it kind of was like, okay, hey, yes, black women do breastfeed. Yes, indeed they do. I want to go back to the photo shoot because I saw that photo and it was pretty impressive. Thank Uh, you. There were, first of all, just several women, I don't know, 12, 15, and Mm -hmm. everybody looked comfortable, the babies looked comfortable, but they also, um, to me, it spoke comfortable, but it also spoke proud and it spoke doable. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So the whole um, meaning behind the photo shoot was goddess, because you know when you feel like a goddess, oh, right. you feel like you're, you, you, you know, like you feel yeah, like yeah, you're yeah. just on top of the world, and why not do that while breastfeeding? You know. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I forgot um, about the goddess part, but I read about that. Yeah. So it yeah. sounds like the photo shoot was sort of a launching pad, so to speak. You wanted to make it a little wider other than just a one-day, one-event visual kind of thing. So how how did it expand then? Well, first we started the private group, um, mm. and then after that we started doing events after events for mom, moms that were in the private group and outside of the private group because we have a lot of mothers in general that didn't breastfeed who – have the goal to breastfeed with their next child or mm-hmm. a grandmother that may not know about breastfeeding that may want to come to these events. So that's what kind of helped us grow even more because we made it not only for the moms in our private Facebook group, for, but for mothers outside of the private Facebook group. All right. So now I'm a little lost. When you said event, I was thinking a, uh, live event, it sounds like you have a Facebook group maybe as well, or do you also have the live component? So, yes, we have we do, do We have a Facebook group, but uh-huh. we also do community events. So every year we do a baby shower. We have mommy meetups twice a month. Um, we host parties around the holidays and things like that. So, yes, we are a Facebook group, but we aren't just a Facebook group. We also support mothers in person as well. Okay, I want to go back to this now. I heard baby shower, and what else? So, we do a community baby shower every year. We host okay. mommy meetups which is basically um, where moms just come out. They can get their babies weight, you know, if they need lactation support, or if they just want to, you know, hang out with other moms. We do that twice okay. a month. At twice a different month. locations okay. in the city um, around the holidays. So we had a Halloween party. We do Christmas events, um, play dates and things for the kids um, so that we can meet other moms with kids our age and, you know, just get that bond with moms um, throughout the motherhood nice. journey. And so we do that in in conjunction with the actual private Facebook group where we do offer support and encouragement 24-7. Oh, wow. Fantastic. So as I'm reading this, then, it feels like there's something for everybody here. Oh, yeah. Like I said... (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I can imagine myself saying, oh, I've got a little tiny baby. I can't go to the event, whatever it is. But no problem. You got me covered online. I'm thinking, well, I could be an old grandmother who doesn't know anything about this breastfeeding stuff. But if I'm curious, maybe I could show up at one of these party things because party sounds pretty, 
you know, that, that, that sounds like that could be fun. Uh, am I reading you right here? Uh, typically, how many people show up? So we have um, anywhere. It ranges. Our baby shower is kind of our annual big event that we have. So there, like last year, we had about 50 moms that came. Um, but when it comes to our smaller events, like the Halloween party, um, or our brunches for Mother's Day or play dates, we have anywhere from anywhere from um, ten to maybe five to ten moms show up. Okay. So again, there's something for everybody's comfort level. Some people like to be in a a smaller environment. Some like to be in a bigger, uh, I shouldn't say environment, but you know what I mean, kind of um, interaction wise. All right. I have to tell you that I have been in this business a long time and I have heard a lot of people say a lot of things about breastfeeding in public. Sometimes they just say it to other people later. Sometimes they say it to real mothers on the spot. What are the most mm-hmm. outrageous comments you've heard of relating to breastfeeding in public? Well, one of the most outrageous things that I hear is that when you breastfeed in public, you're just doing it for attention. Oh, yeah. um, and that's the biggest misconception. Um, you're doing it because you want to show someone else's husband your breast or whatever it may be. Um, so that's one of the biggest things that I've heard. Mm. So, do you hear people saying that to the mother, or do they just sort of say it behind her back, or to you? Well, oh, it's, it's never been both. said to me, but I think that people say it, you know, behind people's back or post it yeah. online. You know, some the big thing right. now is posting breastfeeding pictures online, just so you know there can be awareness and that you can know that it is perfectly normal, you know, the whole normalized breastfeeding movement. So, you know, I see a lot of online comments and backlash saying, you know, that's inappropriate or you're just attention seeking and things like that, which feeding the baby isn't, but just people have misconceptions and that's one of them. So if I'm the mother and somebody says that to me, can you suggest how would I respond? Or should I respond at all? Should I not dignify that, that <laughs> with a response or what? I think it depends on the mom um, because I know me, the type of mother that I am, I probably won't say anything back. And I would probably, I don't know if you guys seen that article rolling around where the mom like squirted milk at the person that tried to say something to her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's, me. That's me. I'm not saying anything. I'm just going to squirt my breast milk at you. At you because <laughs> I mean, I'm feeding my baby and this is an intimate moment and you're messing it up. You know, like, I don't I don't want to have to step out of this moment with my child and correct you in your ignorance, mm-hmm. if that makes okay. any sense. <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. Well, and I would agree with you. Everybody has to handle right. it a little bit differently. <laughs> uh, I'm thinking, if I recall right, Tiffany, I know that you are based in Alabama. Jennifer, are you also based in Alabama? Yes, ma'am. I'm here in Birmingham as well. Okay. Uh, Because there's a part of me that wants to say, historically, Alabama has had very low breastfeeding rates in that state. Mm -hmm. And there's another part of me that wants to say, yeah, even here in the Northeast, we get a whole lot of these, you know, really sneering comments that, Mm -hmm. um, 
it's not appropriate, it's self-centered, it's show-off, it's kind of all of those things that you have just mentioned. And mm-hmm. um, so I know we got to go to break really soon here, but I'm curious, can you tell me in just a quick minute or so, did you get online flack for the pictures that were posted? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. With the um are you ta- are, re- are you referring to the goddess photo shoot? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh yes. So we definitely got um a lot of nasty comments. Um and one of the most nastiest ones I ever seen. I think it this is why we were like, okay, we need to make this bigger than what it is because no, this cannot happen. Um they called all of the the moms breastfeeding and our children, um, monkeys in the zoo because you know we were oh. outside. Oh, yeah. and I think that was one of the ones. And of course, it was more on there, but I think that's one of the ones that kind of put fire yeah. in our soul to say, "Oh, okay, <laughs> let's show yeah. people that we can do this even more." And also, not only that, it it it, it came from you know it. it that wasn't the only time we heard it, and it, it just was like, okay, yeah, it's time for us oh, to do this, and actually, yeah. Totally, totally inappropriate. Hey, everybody, don't go totally away. I am here today with Jennifer and Tiffany from the Chocolate Milk Mommies, and we are coming right back after this short break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Do you need breastfeeding training for your hospital staff? Maybe you need to offer all 15 sessions to meet the baby-friendly requirements. Or perhaps you need just a few sessions. Check out Marie's new course, Best Practices for Breastfeeding Management. It's perfect for improving your exclusive breastfeeding rates and helping staff earn contact hours. You know Marie will focus on the clinical outcomes, not just the training process. Marie's course offers the ultimate in flexibility and convenience. It's online 24-7 so staff can study at their own pace. You can use the course for all of your staff or just your newly hired staff. And Marie offers a tracking report so you can tell who has started or finished. Best of all, staff can print out their own certificate when they finish. Don't waste another minute trying to develop your own course. Trust America's leading breastfeeding educator to provide staff training that works. Call Marie today at 703-787-9894. 703-787-9894. And ask for your bulk discount. Relationship issues? Anxious? Parenting challenges? No more. Learn how to live your best life. Tune into Straight Talk with top psychotherapist, relationship, and anxiety expert, Sandra Reich. In this program, you'll learn how to transform your challenges into effective solutions, whether it's relationships, parenting, anxiety issues, or other life traps that you struggle with. Sandra will show you how to change them and how to live the life of your dreams. Listen every Thursday afternoon at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Was your breastfeeding experience stressful or challenging? Did you face an unusual obstacle and go on to meet your goals? If so, we'd like to hear from you, and so would other mothers. Email radio at borntobebreastfed.com to see if you can be Marie's next guest. 
Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You're listening to Born to be Breastfed. To reach Marie Biancuso or her guest on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to radio at borntobebreastfed.com. Now, back to the show. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. I'm Marie Biancuzo. I am here today to talk with Jennifer Miller and Tiffany Campbell. They are from the Chocolate Milk Mommies, and they are going to tell you more about their organization. They're going to tell you a little bit about themselves, and then they're going to tell you a little bit about you because they're not really going to tell you about you. You're going to figure out a little bit more about you when you hear what they have to say. Before we go on, though, I would just like to remind everyone that I will be offering my comprehensive lactation course in a live session in different cities throughout the United States. Well, actually, we were down to just a few left now. Uh, But if you are interested in attending my comprehensive lactation course, it carries all 90 hours that you will need to sit for the IBLCE exam. So check it out. That would be at breastfeedingoutlook.com. I will repeat that breastfeedingoutlook.com, or feel free to give us a call. We're very nice if you call on the phone, all right? It's 703-787-9894. And if showing up in person doesn't fit in your life, you've got little children or you don't like to travel or whatever, then maybe the online course is for you, and we have that as well. So don't miss out. We can take a one-time payment or we can spread it out throughout um, uh, unit payments. So let us know how we can help you. We're all about getting people to wherever they want to go. So let us know. All right. So, ladies, I want to know a little bit more about this organization because it kind of seems to me that it is based in Birmingham. And I'm thinking, okay, well, that's really great. But if I live in Washington, D.C., which I do, then how can you help me? And the answer is you said 24-7 you do some online help. All right. So what kinds of questions would you say that you get from the online participants? Oh, we get a wide range of questions, um, anywhere from latching issues, like if they're if they're saying that they don't feel like they're making enough, more than oh, likely yeah. it'll boil it'll boil down to um, them not latching on the baby correctly, you know, Most and mm-hmm. um, all the way to breastfeeding while pregnant. They're pregnant oh, with their right. second child. Can they breastfeed while they're pregnant with their second child? You know, I mean, what, yeah, like can they continue breastfeeding their toddler while pregnant with their second child? So 
Yeah, we get a lot of questions. <laughs> okay, so a little, you help with a, a little bit of problem solving, a little bit of reassurance in terms of just yeah. some practical kinds of things. And I want to go back to this theme about breastfeeding in public. Do you get those sort of uh, questions, comments, complaints? And if so, how do you respond? Well, I personally um, am still breastfeeding a toddler, and I do so in public. So I may get a few stares, but no one has ever said anything out of the way to me. <laughs> but okay. I think that that's just my countenance and how, you know, people think I'm approachable. <laughs> but okay. if someone were to say, um, you know, something out of the way to me, my thing is just I'm always telling people facts. If you give them the facts, it's nothing that they can counteract that with. So, you know, oh, you shouldn't be breastfeeding a toddler with teeth. Breast milk loses no nutrition once they get teeth. So I'm that type of person when oh, it comes please. to, oh, you know, yeah. things oh, like teeth. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, so those are the kinds of questions that you would get online as well. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't say that I'm surprised. Yeah, the teeth one. Um, <laughs> I did a blog post on that a while ago because I even had trouble giving it a title. I put it as uh, something like biting parenthesis while breastfeeding because mm. people think that the baby is biting during breastfeeding, except that he really isn't. So I was really struggling with how I was even going to title it, you know? All right, Right, so when did the organization start? And it sounds like you two were not the founders. It was someone else. Yes, so Angel Warren was the founder. She's the one that um, started the whole movement. Like, she came up with the idea to get more black mothers um, to to reach out to black mothers in Birmingham, Alabama to do a photo shoot. And actually the photo shoot um, that we did, the goddess photo shoot, that wasn't the first one. Our first first photo shoot we had on white and blue jeans. And Mm. um, that was the one that she put that she organized and got together. And one thing led from there to having a nonprofit organization. (laughs) And this was in 2017. Am I right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And so what attracted you to join up with the group? For me, myself, back in 2017, I didn't know anyone um, who was breastfeeding in Birmingham. I had a lot of people online from Mobile, Alabama that reached out and kind of, well, not a lot of people, a few people from Mobile, Alabama that reached out and helped me um, get through my journey. But so that was one of my reasons why I was like, I have to be around more black women yep. that is breastfeeding because the spaces that was created for breastfeeding mothers here, I didn't feel comfortable going to. So this was a way once I saw that she reached out to me, I was like, oh, yes, I need to go to this photo shoot and meet more mothers that look like me that's breastfeeding. So you needed a little camaraderie here. <laughs> And for myself, um, actually, when they started with the photo shoots and things, I was actually still pregnant. But I really wanted to be a part of it. And I was like, well, when I have my baby, you know, that's something that I would want to do. Um, So I found out that they created the actual Facebook group. And so I joined the group and I saw 
you know, a whole lot of women, you know, asking questions and getting the support that they needed throughout their motherhood journey because support is vital. And I was like, this is something that I really could be a part of. And so that's how I, you know, became a part of the group and really joined and got active in it. For our listeners, I just want to point out, both of these women joined this group because they were looking for help and support from somebody else. But notice that they have come full circle with continuing to be involved in the organization because they want to provide support for other people. Right. Yeah. You know, I have seen that so often with breastfeeding mothers that they join up because they're looking for support. But when they find out how valuable that support is and then, oh, by the way, you know, pretty much they're they're on their way. They're breastfeeding their kids. Maybe everything isn't perfect, but it's going pretty well. They become very eager to support other women in that same Mm -hmm. endeavor. And it sounds like that's how it was for you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So can, I, I don't know, uh, Jennifer, let's start with you. What inspired you to breastfeed in the first place? Well, um, I was the first in my family who continued breastfeeding past six weeks. Um, okay. Actually, my mom never breastfed. She didn't breastfed neither myself, my sister, or my brother. And my sister was the, right, and my sister was, um, she she only breastfed her children up until, I think, I want to say the furthest that she went was like three months. um, And she didn't go further than that. So that was my push, like, and also, it's free. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's that. (laughs) I wanted to say that, yes. And I was saying at home, you know, like that was, that was my biggest thing. It's free. And what kept me going through all of my um, complications was that I can do this. I know I can do this and I'm not giving up. So good for you. Good for you. (laughs) And Tiffany, what inspired you? So I was inspired about breastfeeding way long ago. Um, Like I said, I've always been interested in all things pregnancy, childbirth, and things like that. I actually follow a social media influencer, and her name is Miss Wright's Way. And one day, probably about four or five years ago, I saw her, a picture that she posted on Instagram, and she was breastfeeding, and her baby was a toddler. And then it was kind of foreign to me, but it got me interested. And so I started doing my research. And from then on, I knew that when I had children, I would one day want to breastfeed. Um, I, too, am the first in my family to breastfeed. My mom didn't breastfeed at all. Um, so, you know, I was very inspired to, you know, do something different. Okay. And when I did okay. my research, I was like, it's nothing but beneficial, so why not? And as Jennifer said, you know, it's free. And as a single parent, you know, I need all the money that I can get. But yeah, if I don't have yeah. to buy formula, then that's a plus. So that was Thanks. my inspiration. Uh, Tiffany, would you say that your mother and your family were um, positive or negative or just neutral? Because clearly, it sounds like you were the first one to really kind of step out and do this. Um, I would say that they were neutral. No one ever said anything negative. Okay. But it's funny that now that I am doing the work that I'm doing, they ask yeah. me questions. Mm-hmm. And they're very interested now. 
Oh, so, you know, I educate okay. a lot of people in my family because they're like, oh, you're still breastfeeding. She's a year and a half now. Like, oh, you're still breastfeeding. You can do that. It doesn't hurt, you know. So I actually <laughs> educate a lot of people with my decision, right. and I didn't even realize in the beginning that, you know, I would kind of change the course of my family. So, yes. Oh, wow, yeah. yeah. T- talk about change the course of something. And Jennifer, I didn't really give you adequate time there. Uh, did you feel that your family was positive, neutral, or negative? In the beginning, um, they were negative. My mom, when I was going, so my son had a tongue tie, so and I didn't know it for almost three months. Um, and we didn't, I went through cracked nipples. He wasn't getting enough. I had to supplement and all of this. And, of course, that came with frustration as well. So um, my mom, of course, being a mom, she's like, well, just give him a bottle, you know, like just give him formula. And then also I had cousins who um, would say if I continue to breastfeed that my boobs would start sagging. Um, I had people asking me, like, in my my family that would, like, see, like, my first time going down to Mobile after I had my son was during Mardi Gras because I'm from Mobile, Mm. Alabama. So all of my family members were like, you're still breastfeeding? Like, it was just, like, why? Why are you still doing this thing? But like Tiffany said, now that I am, like, pro-breastfeeding, like, not pro-breastfeeding, but I support breastfeeding 100%. And I am in birth work. It's like, I don't hear it at all anymore. Like, they, all wow. I hear is that I'm proud of you. I, I Look, I have someone that, that just gave birth. They need breastfeeding help or they have birthing questions. Like, it, it's a total 360. <laughs> That's fantastic because, yes, you have influenced more than just your own child. What a great story. Hey, everybody. I'm Marie Biancuso. I am coming back very shortly with Jennifer Miller and Tiffany Campbell from the um, Chocolate Milk Mommies. Don't go away. We'll be right back after this short break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Do you need breastfeeding training for your hospital staff? Maybe you need to offer all 15 sessions to meet the baby-friendly requirements. Or perhaps you need just a few sessions. Check out Marie's new course, Best Practices for Breastfeeding Management. It's perfect for improving your exclusive breastfeeding rates and helping staff earn contact hours. You know Marie will focus on the clinical outcomes, not just the training process. Marie's course offers the ultimate in flexibility and convenience. It's online 24-7 so staff can study at their own pace. You can use the course for all of your staff or just your newly hired staff. And Marie offers a tracking report so you can tell who has started or finished. Best of all, staff can print out their own certificate when they finish. Don't waste another minute trying to develop your own course. Trust America's leading breastfeeding educator to provide staff training that works. Call Marie today at 703-787-9894. 703-787-9894. And ask for your bulk discount. Relationship issues? Anxious? Parenting challenges? No more. Learn how to live your best life. 
tune into Straight Talk with top psychotherapist, relationship, and anxiety expert, Sandra Reich. In this program, you'll learn how to transform your challenges into effective solutions, whether it's relationships, parenting, anxiety issues, or other life traps that you struggle with. Sandra will show you how to change them and how to live the life of your dreams. Listen every Thursday afternoon at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Was your breastfeeding experience stressful or challenging? Did you face an unusual obstacle and go on to meet your goals? If so, we'd like to hear from you, and so would other mothers. Email radio at borntobebreastfed.com to see if you can be Marie's next guest. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You're listening to Born to be Breastfed. To reach Marie Biancuso or her guest on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to radio at borntobebreastfed.com. Now, back to the show. Hi, everyone. I'm Marie Biancuso. I'm here today with uh, Jennifer Miller and Tiffany Campbell and talk about busting some myths. Woo! I was real impressed with that last story where, <laughs> although I think both Jennifer and Tiffany would agree that breastfeeding was hugely important for their own child and that was what their their aim was, in truth, not only did their own child benefit from their decision to breastfeed, but it turns out that they kind of make converts out of their family as well. So those are great success stories. Uh, Jennifer, could I start with you, please? What were some of the reasons, uh, no, excuse me, what are some of the reasons why other mothers don't initiate breastfeeding, in your opinion. I mean, I have seen this where I talk to people and I start the conversation about breastfeeding. And they're like, yeah, no, uh, no, I don't really want to, no, I, no. And I didn't, no, I formula fed with my last kids. No, right. I, I, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Well, so, in I your think, opinion, why do mothers not initiate breastfeeding? I think one of the reasons for like one of the biggest reasons that I think is because they're told a lot of misinformation. So they're told in the hospital to do things that will detour them off of their breastfeeding journey. So that would be, Hey, breastfeeding is going to hurt. You know, it's supposed to hurt. It's not going to feel good. You know, I had a nurse tell me that. So I'm thinking this whole time. And if it wasn't for, Myself, just speaking for myself, and I hear this from a lot of other mothers as well, if it wasn't for me having that push and saying, I can do this, I probably would have given up too because I'm like, if it's going to hurt like this, I don't want to do it, you know? So I think that's one of the biggest things. And and what about the cultural piece? Do you think that that's, I mean, I I suspect you do think that's part of it. Yeah? 
Oh, yes. So you don't okay, have talk. the support. Like I, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think um, as far as a black mother within our families, we don't have, we aren't granted the same resources as most, um, as other races have, like white women. And we don't have the spaces for us to have these breastfeeding groups to get the support from people that look like us. Like I said, I went to a breastfeeding group when I um, was breastfeeding my son, and it was I was the only black woman in there. And um, yeah. it kind of made me feel like, you know, I didn't want to open up. <laughs> I was still in my shell. I didn't want to do certain things. So once I did find other women that looked like me, and I'm like, other black women, oh, my goodness, it made me feel more confident. And that wasn't but six, six months later, so the whole entire six months before I met these women, I wasn't having the experience that I felt as soon as I met them and I started breastfeeding with them in public and just feeling confident. Yeah. You know, that's an interesting story because I'm thinking that probably, I don't know, eight or ten years ago, I had a similar experience Almost every course I taught, almost every city, there was always one black woman in the group, and she was the mm-hmm. only one. And almost without fail, she would come up to me before lunch or after lunch or something and say, um, I'm the only black woman in here. And I'm like, um, yeah, true. Mm. And she would say, in other of the courses you teach in other cities, is it always like that? And I'd kind of be saying, oh, well, pretty much, yeah. Every once in a while we get two, but usually it's just one. And let me tell you what has really changed in the last, I don't know, two or three years. I don't really count. And, of course, by the way, when somebody would say that, I would usually try to just get the focus on, The important thing is that you are here and you are trying to make a difference. But uh, interestingly, I would say that I taught a course a couple of months ago where probably a third of the room was uh, something other than white. Okay, so I think that we're starting to get more influx there. But Mm -hmm. boy, it's it's been um, it takes a lot of it it takes a lot of time, really, for people to um, as you say, normalize breastfeeding. Tiffany, what about you? Um, thoughts on why other mothers don't initiate breastfeeding, either from the cultural standpoint or anything else? I, uh, by the way, I've heard the sore nipples one like a million times. But oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah and that's floating around out there. It just really is. Uh, Tiffany, what can yeah. you add here? Well, um, as Jennifer said, the biggest thing is misinformation, but also support. Um, during your breastfeeding journey, you need lots of support um, because it's not easy. Um, and a lot of people think that it is easier than formula feeding, but that's not necessary. And when I say support, I mean you don't need those people in your ear saying, oh, well, you need to supplement with formula because your baby's not getting enough or your baby's not gaining enough weight, so you need to maybe think about another option or are you sure you want to breastfeed? Those are the things that kind of just hurt, in my opinion, yeah. a lot of women from doing it. And then, you know, like Jennifer said, the, oh, it's going to hurt or it shouldn't feel pleasant and things like that. That is what kind of determines, you know, people's um, towards the breastfeed. And from the cultural aspect, um, 
just dating back to <laughs> way before now, you know, slavery and things like that, a lot of black people were wet nurses. And I think it's a generational trauma aspect to it as well. Mm. Um, but now people are, you know, kind of realizing that things aren't the same and that it is okay to breastfeed. Um, there is support out there. And there are people that look like you that are doing the same thing that you are trying to do. So you do have the support and you can get the education that you need to be successful on your journey. Mm, boy, I second all of that. I guess I'm also thinking back about the family and the comments because I think I've probably heard all the comments that you just rattled off. You omitted one that came to my mind, which is oh, you're starving that baby. Oh, and, yes. <laughs> uh, you know, what mother isn't intimidated by somebody telling her that she's starving that baby? Uh, right, right. I remember years and years and years ago, I had a friend. It was her first baby. Her mother-in-law was at her house that night, and I was at her house that night, and I don't remember why any of us were there. But anyway, about every <laughs> 10 minutes, the mother-in-law is telling her that baby is hungry, that baby uh, has not got enough food. All the baby have to do is chirp. And the mother-in-law was right on my friend, and I'm just thinking, oh, my word, how is she going to fend this off? Well, mm-hmm. you and I have both lived long enough to know that babies cry or whimper for other reasons other than food, okay? Mm-hmm. But exactly. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just remember that she was so calm, and she never let her mother-in-law get the best of her. But I just remember thinking, oh, lady, shut it off. You know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Kind of like if you, if clearly the mother-in-law had never fed, uh, breastfed her five kids. Mm-hmm. But um, it's just so awful to see somebody humiliated, undermined like that. And I'm thinking, sheesh, you know, that was probably 30-something years ago. And we're... Ah, oh, we got a we got a lot of work to do. That's all I can yes, say. Yes, we, do. we got a lot of work For to do. Sure. So, so t- t- talk to me a little bit about uh, you know typically. <coughs> excuse me, I shouldn't say typically, but lots of women get started with breastfeeding, and in my experience, about ten days or so is when it starts going downhill, and then they don't have enough support, and so. You know, when people talk to me about the six weeks mark, I'm like, yeah, if they can get to six weeks, I would consider even that to be a a win. But Mm -hmm. in your opinion, why don't women continue to breastfeed after they've said, yes, I'm going to do it? That's one of the questions that we get basically every day in the group. Um, It's been a week, and now I don't know what's going on. A lot of people aren't, Mm -hmm. they think they want to breastfeed, they think it's going to be easy, and they don't take time to educate themselves. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when you know about cluster feeding, and you know that that's normal, and you know about, you know, all the aspects of breastfeeding, it is easier to continue. But when you're going in and your baby is now a week old, you know, going through a growth spurt and they're cluster feeding and you're like, I'm not taking enough. I don't know what to do. Yep. Maybe won't get off of me. That's where the problems come in. We do, however, <laughs> it's funny that you said six weeks because we do tell people, make it to six weeks and you will be okay. Because the first six weeks are the hardest. Your supply is regulating. 
you're a new mother, hormones, it's just a lot. But... Yeah, you know, my my friend Debbie Bokar says when they say that breastfeeding is easy, they're not talking about the first month. Right. But I think you bring out another point, which is some of it is I hate to say that it's not easy because that implies that it's difficult. But some of the quote difficult unquote is just a misperception or a misinterpretation. So, yeah, it might be at that 10-day mark, that baby is having a growth spurt, but if you knew that that was a growth spurt, then it wouldn't... uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and don't you think, because I kind of think, that some moms will say, oh, well, it's just natural and it's just instinctual and there's nothing to learn here. I can't tell you, as a nurse... How many patients I have gotten from various cultural backgrounds, they just show up at the hospital and they just think that, I don't know, that there's nothing to learn. Mm -hmm. And in some respects, I suppose there isn't, but there is in the sense that you're the one that has to interpret those babies' cues, right? Right, right, right. Right. I think that because, like you said, they they find it natural, they just automatically assume that it's going to be, you, you... Think of natural as easy for some odd reason. I think that most moms think natural equals easy when it's not. It's gonna it's gonna be work because you can't just give the bottle to the dad and you know like you can't just give your boobs to the dad to feed the baby. You have to actually <laughs> right. get up. There, you know, right. you get what I'm saying? Right. Like it's it's not it's not gonna be. You're gonna have to get up every two hours. It's gonna be a little. It's going, to be, it's going to be work. <laughs> it is. It but is. Hey, first- everybody, don't go away. I'm Marie Biancuso. I'm here today with Jennifer Miller and with Tiffany Campbell, and we are going to be right back right after this short break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Do you need breastfeeding training for your hospital staff? Maybe you need to offer all 15 sessions to meet the baby-friendly requirements. Or perhaps you need just a few sessions. Check out Marie's new course, Best Practices for Breastfeeding Management. It's perfect for improving your exclusive breastfeeding rates and helping staff earn contact hours. You know Marie will focus on the clinical outcomes, not just the training process. Marie's course offers the ultimate in flexibility and convenience. It's online 24-7 so staff can study at their own pace. You can use the course for all of your staff or just your newly hired staff. And Marie offers a tracking report so you can tell who has started or finished. Best of all, staff can print out their own certificate when they finish. Don't waste another minute trying to develop your own course. Trust America's leading breastfeeding educator to provide staff training that works. Call Marie today at 703-787-9894. 703-787-9894. And ask for your bulk discount. Relationship issues? Anxious? Parenting challenges? No more. Learn how to live your best life. Tune into Straight Talk with top psychotherapist, relationship, and anxiety expert, Sandra Reich. In this program, you'll learn how to transform your challenges into effective solutions, whether it's relationships, parenting, anxiety issues, or other life traps that you struggle with. Sandra will show you how to change them and how to live the life of your dreams. Listen every Thursday afternoon at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. 
What's the weirdest place I've ever done it? Probably at my niece's high school musical during intermission. I've done it on an airplane. In our minivan while his mother was driving. Hi, Mom. What's the weirdest place I've ever pumped? Probably the car dealership. In the bathroom at my sister's wedding. Finding a good place to pump can be hard. Donating breast milk is easy. No matter where you've pumped, you'd make a good donor to the Mother's Milk Bank at Austin. Learn how your milk can save lives at milkbank.org slash gooddonor. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You're listening to Born to be Breastfed. To reach Marie Biancuso or her guest on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to radio at borntobebreastfed.com. Now, back to the show. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. I'm Marie Biancuzo, and I am here today with Jennifer Miller and Tiffany Campbell from the Chocolate Milk Mommies. Now, before we go on, I know that in one of the earlier segments, I just mentioned one of my blog posts. I have several, several blog posts on uh, just breastfeeding older babies because I have found out that women are increasingly more interested in issues like weaning, biting, introducing solids, and so forth and so on. And all of those and much, much more, I blog every Tuesday and every Friday, regular as clockwork, 6 a.m. will be the new post every Tuesday and Friday. But if you subscribe, you will get it instantly. Go to mariebiancuso.com. Yeah, I know. I got to spell it. It's M-A-R-I-E-B-I-A-N-C-U-Z-Z-O dot com. So go sign up, subscribe, get my wisdom twice a week, three minutes of your time. You'll be infinitely more educated. All right. So, um, ladies, how do you see your organization expanding? Because it kind of sounds like it expanded from almost the minute that it began. But how how do you see that uh, in terms of immediate growth or five-year goals? So I see um, most of the founders, I know we're all on one page. And, of course, we have our meetings every year. So we may have some new goals coming in in tech. But right now, um, we see ourselves expanding across the Southeast and having more locations than just Birmingham. So um, we want to start off in Alabama and do more counties, like more cities, um, and not just in Birmingham. And then hopefully within the next two to five years, we'll be across the Southeast um, because we need that. That's where the most work needs to be done when it comes to the breastfeeding statistics. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, very nice. And it sounds like you are on the, are you on the board of directors? You said we and goals. So I'm kind of thinking you're on board of directors. Yes. So I'm the president of the board and um, Tiffany is the treasurer. 
Oh, shoot, I didn't catch that in your bio. Holy mackerel. Okay, congratulations. <laughs> congratulations, ladies. And um, you. you got your work cut out for you, but you got some big visions. That's just fantastic. Oh, yeah. That is fantastic. And so uh, are you going to be able to do this by yourself with the help of a few, as I like to call them, disciples? Or are you going to see if you can muster some community support here? So, yes, we have volunteers that are um, helping us right now because, like I said, we're still in Birmingham and we're kind of in the infancy stage of our organization. So we don't need um, any more board members than we already have. We do have board seat members. We have three board seat members. And then we have the board of directors. Um, So right now, that's all we need. We will be looking for more in the future because, like you said, we definitely are growing fast. (laughs) Like our private group is growing and just the attention that we've been getting over the past few years. Um, I feel like in the next year, we'll be definitely moving towards our um, five-year goal quicker than we think. (laughs) Well, you've clearly got a lot of passion. You've got a lot of ambition. (laughs) And you've got a lot of smarts. I mean, (laughs) that's a pretty winning combination, in my opinion. Uh, It's just so great that you have made what it sounds to me like an awful lot of progress in a very short period of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. Okay. okay. And um, so when I said support, I kind of meant financial support. Will you be able to muster any financial support for this? Yes. So, oh, yeah. So we've been having a lot of people reach out to us about a certain grant that we should apply for. Um, we are in the process of applying for them now. However, that isn't in place yet because we still haven't gotten the status of our 501c3 yet um, in the mail. We've applied for it, but everyone knows how the IRS is, so it's been it's been a long process. Um, so right now we have a GoFundMe account that a lot of our supporters and community um, helpers can donate for it. If you Google Chocolate Milk Mommy's GoFundMe, it will pop up. Um, and you can, most most of our supporters will be able to um, donate towards that to help us out for events that we're having now. Before they get their official status, you can still fund them through the GoFundMe, which she just mentioned. Uh, ladies, uh, right. we've only got a couple of minutes left. Jennifer, can you tell us uh, fairly succinctly uh, what keeps you driven to continue to work with this organization? The lack of support I had through my complications with tongue tie. Um, So knowing that other mothers go through that and they're going through it silently because they don't know that was, that's what keeps me driven. So whenever I think of that mom struggling in silence, I get up and I'm ready to go, you know? (laughs) <laughs> I do know. As yeah. long as I've been in this business, there are times when I right. ask myself when I get up in the morning, what on earth c- c- drives me? But but the answer is because I, I know how hard I worked to learn what I learned, yeah. and yeah. I want other people to not have it quite so bad. And, and how about you, right. Tiffany? What keeps you driven to pursue the mission of the Chocolate Milk Mommies? 
What keeps me driven is just seeing all the people that we affect and help daily. Um, we get reviews. You know, I would not still be breastfeeding if it weren't for you. And that's all it takes. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> yeah, right. that's really that's, powerful. Yeah. yeah, not terribly long ago, I had a mother who's who I helped many, many years ago. And her daughter called me from, I don't know, 8,000 miles away or some incredible thing. She was um, on an island and really did not have any support, et cetera, et cetera. And, yeah, it's like you realize you really made an impact. Uh, Ladies, before we go out today, uh, can you please tell people where to find you on the web. Uh, tell us about your web page, your Facebook page, and anything else that you would like to, and repeat, repeat your bit about the GoFundMe, if you would, please. Of course. So across um, the entire social media platforms, we are at Chocolate Milk Mommies. Um, and you can find our GoFundMe page on Google. Like if you were to just search Google and put in Chocolate Milk Mommies, GoFundMe, it will be the first thing that pops pops up. Um, and yeah, and our email is chocolatemilkmommies at gmail.com. So it's pretty Love easy it. to find us. <laughs> All righty. Very good. So everybody, we're expecting you to make a visit to chocolatemilkmommies.com. And by the way, ladies, there is an off chance that I might be in Birmingham myself next spring. I might have a client there. And if so, <laughs> I'm hoping to show up and shake your hands, both of you. Yeah, uh, of course. Thank Definitely, you. for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> um, thank you, Jennifer Miller. Thank you, Tiffany Campbell from the Chocolate Milk Mommies for being with us today here on Breast- Born You're to be Breastfed. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Alrighty. And for the rest of you, hoping that you're having a great week, hoping that you are going to join us next week. Hope that you remember that I am grateful to you for listening every week because without you, I don't have an audience. And having an audience is real important to me because getting my message out there is real important to me. So thank you. Thank you for listening. And between now and next week and for the rest of your life, remember, your baby was born to be breastfed. Have a great week. Thank you for tuning in this week to Born to be Breastfed. Please join Marie Biancuso next Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. This week, do its best for you and your baby.